体験憎いでやんすねこんちくしょう豪華質の謎解きアクション戸惑うことなくのめり込もう持ちのロンスーパーファミコン Hello and welcome to Honto Ego, Japan's only 99.9% English podcast hosted at my dinner table. My name is Matt, and can you guess what today's topic is based on the intro? If you think it's about The Legend of Zelda, you're partially right, but mostly wrong. Today's topic is about video games. And more specifically, I want to talk about how we can use video games to learn English. Woohoo!、Uh, so, do you play video games already?、Uh, would you consider yourself a gamer? To be honest, I don't really like the term gamer. I feel like it's kind of strange,、um, especially in today's world where, you know, billions of people play video games now, right? It's quite normal. You know, you wouldn't call yourself、uh, a movie watcher or like a music listener, right?、Um, you know, so I think it's a little bit weird to classify yourself as a gamer. Maybe it's better now to say,、uh, you know, I'm a shooter fan or I'm an RPG fan or, you know, I'm, I'm a puzzle game fan, right? Maybe it's better to classify yourself by what kind of game you like if you like games. So, Video games can be a powerful tool for learning English. I strongly believe that. In fact, video games helped to teach me English when I was a little kid.、Um, you know, I have vivid memories of playing the PlayStation 1, the PS1, and the Game Boy.、Um, particularly, I remember playing Pokemon Gold and later Pokemon Ruby on the Game Boy. And If you have played those old Pokemon games, you might know that there's a lot of text, right? They're very text heavy and they require a lot of reading. The good news is the reading in Pokemon is quite easy, I think.、Um, you know, they're targeting the game towards children,、um, so it's quite easy to play even if you're not that high level of English. Now, you know, the one downside to Pokemon, I would say,、um, is that even though there's a lot of text, there is zero spoken dialogue. So you can practice your reading in English, but you can't really practice your listening or pronunciation.、Um, even a lot of the new Pokemon games, like on Nintendo Switch, I don't believe that they have、um, a lot of spoken dialogue. But they are still very text heavy, so you can kind of、um, practice your reading specifically. A fun little bonus challenge、um, when it comes to playing Pokemon is understanding the Pokemon names, right? The names of the Pokemon themselves.、Um, a lot of them are based on puns in English, right? English wordplay. So, for example, Kabigon in Japanese is Snorlax in English, right? Because he snores and he relaxes, snorlax, right? So you can kind of get、um, a little bit of a fun English puzzle when it comes to the Pokemon names. Of course, 
If you're okay with practicing just reading, there's other Nintendo games um, that have great writing and are quite easy to start with. Um, for example, Animal Crossing, right? Dobutsu no Mori. Animal Crossing is great for practicing reading because there's lots of dialogue, there's characters that talk in different and unique ways, uh, it's really cute and charming, and yeah, it's all about daily life, right? The characters are your neighbors talking to you about, you know, what's going on in the town, they're talking about um, fishing and catching bugs and things like that. Now, again, with Animal Crossing, the downside is it's only reading. Um, you're not going to get any listening practice uh, or pronunciation practice from Animal Crossing. Um, unless, of course, you want to speak like, you know, right? If you want to talk like that, then go ahead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you live in Japan, you know that it's quite easy to get your hands on Pokemon or Animal Crossing. In fact, if you live anywhere on planet Earth, you know that it's easy to get those games. Um, but I'm going to dive a little bit further than that and give you some more mm, nuanced recommendations for learning English. Now, of all the genres of video games, all the types of video games, I think without a doubt that the RPG, the role-playing game, is the king of practicing English. Now, what is an RPG? Um, you know, if you're from Japan, Dragon Quests, right, is one of the most popular classic RPGs, right? Dragon Quest is what we call a JRPG in the West. A JRPG is a Japanese role-playing game. Now, Dragon Quest is okay to learn English, but Dragon Quest, um, I think the vocabulary is not that applicable to real life. You can't really use it in your daily life that much because in English, a lot of Dragon Quest characters have this very old traditional way of speaking where they sound like a medieval knight from, you know, the 1400s maybe, right? Now, the alternative to Dragon Quest, um, I would say, I would recommend the Final Fantasy series of JRPGs. If you've been living under a rock and you've never heard of Final Fantasy, that's okay. It's a role-playing series from the makers of Dragon Quest, right? From Square Enix, the same company. Final Fantasy, there are many, many entries, many, many titles in the series. And the good thing about them is each Final Fantasy game is a different world and a different story. So you don't have to play all of them to understand the story. You can pick up any game and enjoy it alone, right? Uh, I think as of this recording, they just released Final Fantasy 16 last week, I believe, or a few days ago. Um, so I haven't played that yet. But really, you can't go wrong with any of the many, many titles in the series. Um, the good thing, too, about Final Fantasy is almost every game in the series is available on modern consoles. So you can get almost all of them on PlayStation 4 or 5, on Xbox, on Nintendo Switch, or on PC. I believe a month ago, they even re-released a collection of 
Final Fantasy 1 to 6. Um, so you can have six games uh, from the Famicom and Super Famicom, the Nintendo and Super Nintendo in English. Um, those are all great, especially Final Fantasy 4 and 6. Um, but those older Final Fantasies, up until um, 10, every Final Fantasy until 10 was text-based. There was no spoken dialogue. From 10 onwards, um, you know, characters talk out loud, so you can practice reading and listening. Um, in fact, I would recommend 10 personally. Um, Final Fantasy 10 is, I believe, my favorite video game of all time. Um, I love that game to bits. Great story, great setting, um, likable characters, great, great music. Um, yeah. I'm hoping to replay that game in Japanese sometime if I can get a hand on a copy of the Japanese version. Now if you're listening to me talk about Final Fantasy and you're thinking, Matt, I don't want to play a Japanese game. I want to play an English game. I want to learn English, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy. Relax. I'll recommend you a uh, English developed game, okay? so. The next game series that I will recommend to you and to anybody is the Mass Effect series. Mass Effect. M-A-S-S space E-F-F-E-C-T. Mass Effect. Have you heard of Mass Effect before? Um, if you haven't, Mass Effect is a science fiction role-playing series. Now, this game, um, it's a trilogy of games, right? There's Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. They're all one continuous story where you play the same character that you create, and the decisions that you make in Mass Effect 1 will carry through into the next game um, so that you have this continued storyline across three games, and the outcome can be quite different depending on what you choose to do in the game series. My elevator pitch for the Mass Effect storyline is you play as Commander Shepard, you're this commander of a spaceship, and you belong to this kind of galactic federation, um, this collective uh, government of alien species, including humans, and you assemble this team, you gather this team of alien soldiers and pilots and specialists, and you have to protect the universe from this kind of giant looming threat that I won't spoil, you know, what is threatening the universe, but uh, it's quite interesting. Basically, you have to save not just your world, but every world. Now, the gameplay of Mass Effect, right, the style of game, it is, it is an RPG um, mixed with a shooter. So if you like action games, um, and if you like shooting games, then I think you'll enjoy it as well. And you can freeze time during the game and tell your, you know, your team what to do and what ability to use. So, you know, if you like action games, it's also good for you. But more important, I think the, the real appeal of Mass Effect is the story and the writing. Oh, the writing is amazing. And the characters who are so likable, even though they are aliens, you know, they're so relatable. Um, you know, between each mission in Mass Effect, you have the option to run around your ship and you can talk to your squad mates, right? The aliens and the people on your team. 
And to me, that was the most enjoyable part of the game, you know, running from room to room and talking to the aliens. Like, that's how good the writing is. And you can make decisions on what to talk about. And if you want to be a good guy or a bad guy, right? If you want to be a nice commander or a jerk, right? Um, and it's quite funny and it's quite interesting developing these relationships with these aliens, right? And one last important point, but it's quite a small detail in Mass Effect, but I think it's really well done, is the way that you choose the dialogue in the series is quite unique. Now, typically in a lot of RPGs where you make choices on um, what to say, you have to read out like four options of what to say before you choose which option to say, right? So a character talks to you, and then you're given the choice of A, B, C, or D. And that's a lot of reading, and it's kind of slow, right? Mass Effect is the opposite. Mass Effect, you know, you're talking to a character, and a little wheel will pop up with a summary of what you're going to say. So, for example, um, you will have the option to say lie, or the option to say um, insult him, or punch him in the face, or be nice, or whatever, right? And you choose this basic option, and then your character will say something different based on that option. And I think that's really unique. That way, you know, the dialogue moves at a more natural pace. And, you know, it doesn't take a ton of time. It doesn't take a lot of time to read each dialogue option, right? I think that's a small detail, but really great for learning. All right, cool. Now, the last point that I want to make about using video games to learn English. You know, like I said, text-heavy games like RPGs are quite good for practicing. Um, you especially want to look for RPGs where the dialogue is also spoken out loud. That way you can practice your listening and your pronunciation. And some games, you know, ideally they give you the option to go back and re-listen to each line. Um, I know that the Japanese role-playing game series uh, Persona, Persona, um, I think Persona 5, the, the really popular one, um, there's a lot of dialogue. There's a ton of characters talking, and they speak very naturally. But the cool thing is, at any time during the dialogue, you can press a button and open up a window which shows a history of what was already said. And you can scroll back and you know, click on each line and listen to the characters read it back again. So, you know, Persona is another game series great for learning. But if you're thinking, yeah, I don't want to do a ton of reading, or yeah, I don't want to play a 30-hour RPG story, right? Or maybe you think RPGs are not that exciting. That's okay. Um, the last recommendation I want to make is just play an action game or like a puzzle game or an easy to play game where you don't have to focus on any reading or any dialogue and use that time to listen to an English podcast, right? Maybe even listen to Honto Ego. Um, you know, that's what I like to do for studying Japanese, right? If I'm not playing a Japanese role-playing game where I'm reading a lot, I'm playing an easy game where I can turn my brain off and 
focus on a Japanese podcast that I'm listening to, right? So maybe I'll play,、um, you know, Diablo or、uh, Overwatch or Tetris or an easy game like that, and I'll be focusing on the conversation in my ear. When it comes to learning a language, a lot of people recommend getting as much input as possible if you want to improve your speaking, your listening, and your pronunciation. So, you know, rather than trying to sit down and hammer away at a book, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say this because I recommend a book each week, but I know that you know reading a lot can be tough, especially in a foreign language. So sometimes it's easier to just sit back and relax. While playing a game and listening to English in your ear, right? That's what I hope to do with this podcast, right? I hope to create lots of content for people to just casually listen to, right? You don't have to sit down and take notes on what I'm talking about. You can just listen at your own leisure, at your own pace. All right, well, that's enough for today's topic on video games.、Um, As always, please follow Honto Ego Pod on Instagram. That's H O N T O E I G O P O D. Honto Ego Pod on Instagram for more bonus content. And if you have any topic ideas or if you have any questions for me, please send me an email at hontoego at gmail dot com. That's today's episode. Thank you, and get out there and <laughs> level up your English. Da 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 da. Bye now. <laughs>